Welcome back, Lover Gang. Today on the podcast, we have two amazing guests, our good friends, Sid and Kylie Ferguson. Sid currently plays volleyball at Humber College and is studying business marketing, and she's in her third year. Last season, Sid and her team placed third at the CCAA Women's Volleyball Nationals and second at OCAAs. Sid is also a two-time CCAA and OCAA All-Academic and won the Humber Athletics Leadership Award in 2023. Kylie is in her third year at TMU and is currently studying criminology. She is a two-time academic All-Canadian, was on the Dean's List in 2021, and is the OG lover girl. She introduced Julie and I for the first time ever. Not only has she come back to volleyball after two ACL tears, but she is also the lead academic mentor at TMU and a leader for the TMU women's volleyball team. Welcome, Sid and Kylie. We're so excited to have you guys on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. We are so excited. I've been waiting for this moment, okay? Like, you don't even understand. When you guys started the pod, I messaged you like, let us know when you want us. No, I'm so excited for this episode. And I actually wanted to mention, shout out to Kylie for kind of coming up with the name Lover Girl. We actually used to call each other that all last year. I didn't think it would turn into a podcast, but... Here we are. No, it's so funny. Like, I feel like we always used to say that to each other, like, oh, you're like, you're a lover girl. Like, she's a lover girl. And then you guys are talking about the podcast, and I was like, it's perfect. It literally fits perfectly. Thanks, buddy. Um, okay, first question. Can you talk about what it was like growing up with a twin and kind of how you guys got into volleyball? Um, so growing up, we actually first started playing hockey. Um, we were put into house league hockey, mainly by our dad. Um, he grew up playing hockey. My mom also did. And then, of course, our brother as well. Um, and I think around the age of 11, um, we decided we were bored with hockey. And our mom put us in beach volleyball, house league, and then indoor in the winter as well. Um, so growing up, we were like beach partners in the summer. And then we played club in our hometown, Coburg, Ontario, um, for the Breakers Volleyball Club until we were 16 and then we started taking it a little more seriously and we went and played for Durham Attack for 16U, 17U and 18U. Um, yeah, so growing up, we always played together. Um, Kai was left side and I'm a setter. So it just kind of worked out. Um, we were like, kind of like a duo, like a twin duo. Kai <laughs> would pass and I would set and she would swing and it was all good. Yeah, I know. It was so fun. Um, a little bit on the twin side. Um, I feel like growing up, like being twins was like so different than like, we, like being twins now. Um, like obviously like we had like such similar friend groups when we were younger. We always did like everything together. Always had joint birthday parties. <laughs> we like literally did everything together. Um, so yeah, it's kind of been cool to like have our own space now. Obviously we're at different schools and like we have different teammates, different friend groups now. Um, but yeah, it's growing up a twin was like so fun. Um, people always ask us, like, we get that question a lot of like what it was like when you were like younger. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's really cool. And it's like something I think I like take for granted a little bit. Um, like, I think it's different than like a sibling connection. It's just like someone who always has your back, like, you know, they're always there. Um, but yeah, and someone who just like gets you, I, too, I think too, like um, always understands like where you're coming from and can like understand how you're feeling. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if you want to add on anything to that. Um, I think our parents like just did a really good job too at making sure when we were growing up that um, like we just weren't compared. It's easy for like as a twin when you have someone who looks so much like you um, and does something so like we just did so many things similar, like 
played the same sports. Our grades were always very similar. We looked the same. Like it was like there was someone, it's like there's someone who is just like you, like you look in the mirror and there's another one of you. Um, so our parents just always made it very clear that like we weren't ever compared. We were our own people. Um, and I think there might've been like, I don't know, Kai, you can like jump in on this too, but I feel like maybe at times there was like a little bit of competitiveness, um, maybe like a little bit in sport or in school or whatever. But for the most part, our parents just made it very clear that we weren't compared. And um, growing up, you know, we were our own people. And especially as we matured, like it was easy to be our own people, to go our separate ways. Um, but yeah, I think we do owe that to our parents and our brother. Yeah, 100%. I think the competitive point you made too, like, I think that's inevitable. Like, that's with every sports team. It doesn't matter if you like your siblings or not. But I think it's especially, like, important when you are twins. Like, obviously, people would ask us, like, oh, like, who's the better twin? Like, who's better at volleyball? But it was, like, so hard. Like, we play different positions. So, like, we can never really compare ourselves, like, in that sense. That was always, like, a hard question, I feel like, when we got asked that. And, like, I always, like, honestly, like, really found it, like, hard when people ask questions like that. Because, like, we are different. Like, we have our different strengths. Like, and I think sometimes people think of us as like being like the exact same, but like we just have different strengths, even like school wise, sport wise, like we're so very different, even like personality wise, like we do things similar, but like there is like a lot of difference in like the way we act and like the way, yeah, just like personality wise, I think there's like a lot of variance, especially as we get older too. Can you talk a little bit about kind of how, Sid, how you chose Humber and kind of like your transition into first year university and how that was for you? Yeah. Um, so when I was looking at schools, I tried like very hard at the start to kind of leave volleyball like out of it and really look at my studies and a school that was going to like best support that. Um, so first I knew I really wanted to take um, like a spa management program. So I knew I was going to be going to college. Um, and I actually had a family friend um, who attended Humber few many years ago, actually. <laughs> she's like, I think she's almost 30 now. Um, but yeah, she attended Humber and she just loved everything about it. Like she, she played for the same coach and, um, she just used to tell me like about her experience, um, like in just her studies and the volleyball and the environment that Humber had. Um, so once I knew I was going to go to college and I wanted to stay like in Ontario, um, Humber was for sure like a top choice. Um, uh, I also visited Durham college, so I was looking to go there as well. Um, I applied to both the spa programs at both schools. Um, and the minute I came and toured Humber, I just like knew I left and it was just so clear that I was going to go here. Um, I toured it like with my coach and found out just like everything we get. Like I saw our fitness center and, you know, he told me about some of the trips we were going to go on and um, being sponsored by, you know, Lululemon and doing all these fun stuff. Um, yeah. So it was kind of an easy decision um, once I came and toured. But I think for sure having like a family friend who had attended and given me like an insight to Humber um, was kind of like the first the first step into like getting me interested in coming here. Amazing. And Kai, can you talk a little bit about why you chose TMU? Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. I really left like looking at schools and like volleyball programs to like kind of the last minute. Um, I just was like in high school and like honestly was like in grade 11 at the time, like late second semester, grade 11, actually. Um, and I finally like kind of started taking it a little bit seriously and realizing that I need to decide um, like school and if I want to play volleyball at post-secondary. Um, so I guess like first I got hurt injured in my 17 year at the end of my 17 year. So 
um, I was talking to like two schools at the time in Ontario. Um, but after I got hurt, they like fell through. So that was like a really hard time. I kind of like lost interest in going to those schools because I really was like focused on going to school where I could play volleyball. Um, so at the time, I I don't know, I always had like a bit of an interest in TMU. I think I just like love Toronto. Like we have an aunt who lives in Toronto and I used to just like love coming up and visiting her. There's just like so much going on. I mean, Kate and Julie, you guys can like attest to like how many good restaurants there are and like just like so much going on in the city all the time. Um, and I was just always drawn to like the city life, especially because like I'm from a small from a small town. So I just loved like everything that was going on in Toronto. Um, so yeah, I reached out to uh, Dustin, the head coach at TMU and like expressed my interest in coming here for the criminology program, which was also a really late decision. I was in like law class in grade 12 and just decided that I like really loved criminal law. And then that made me interested in going into um, criminology and I knew that TMU had it. So it just kind of like fit perfectly. Um, and yeah, I just expressed my interest in coming. Like I was obviously coming off an injury at the time. So I basically told him that I just wanted to come and like train and just like get better and heal. Um, so yeah. And then I heard back from him and that's kind of how I ended up here. So obviously like it was tough, like kind of like having that fallout with like two other schools that I was really interested in going to. Um, but honestly, I think like things happen for a reason and like, I got to meet you guys coming here. So that was like, I don't know. I think, I think about that now and it's like, everything works out for a reason. Like I met two of my best friends um from coming here and like so many other friends too like I've had such great teammates so yeah that was my experience kind of coming to TNU awesome did you guys ever um consider potentially going to the same school like was that ever something you talked about like as kids or anything I feel like growing up like we did um and then as we got older I'd say like kind of grade 11 grade 12 when we were actually thinking of like studies it was just very clear that like whatever Kai was going to study um, like it was going to be a university program. And then I just knew that like my program was only going to be offered at college. So we weren't like opposed to not going to the same school. I think it was just more like the studies part that led us like to different like college university. Um, but yeah, I feel like there was talk growing up. It was really hard leaving each other. Like, even though we were both in the city, just with our like busy schedules, it still is like so hard to see each other. Um, uh, we're only like 30 minutes away. I'm like Etobicoke and then obviously Kylie's downtown. Um, but yeah, it was really weird leaving each other because we honestly spent every moment together since we were yeah. little. <laughs> so like I remember dropping Kylie off at her residence at Ryerson and like bawling my eyes out and like FaceTiming her for like hours a day. And then, but yeah, I think now um, just seeing like we both um, like met so many different people and when we now have like separate friends, like I have friends at Humber and Kylie has friends at TMU. Um, it's, I think it's been like, it's for the best that we went like our own ways and um, had different experiences. And I think it allowed us both to grow in ways because um, we were so used to just like having each other um, there like all the time. So I think we both grew um, personally by going to different schools. Yeah, it's really cool too. Cause like we used to never have anything to like tell each other cause we just were always together. Like we didn't have like, you know, news to like catch each other up on anything. Obviously when we came to school, we were like, we'd actually FaceTime and be like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? How was your week? Like, what did you do? Like, you know, so it's like, that's a cool part too, is just like being able to actually like call each other and like catch up on like what's going on in their lives. Um, just cause like we never had that. Like we always just did everything together. So, and I think too, like we really value our time together too. Like Cindy said, it is like limited based on like our schedules. So I think like anytime we do get to spend together, we just like, yeah, we're just like grateful for any moments we get to spend together. Honestly, props to you guys too for like 
meeting. So just like having that goal of your program too and going to school based on that, because I know for me and Jules and I think a lot of other athletes do, like it's such a hard decision. Sometimes you feel like you have to decide between like what you want to study or like you feel like you should do like like go to a certain program for volleyball or like whatever reason. So honestly, good for you guys too for sticking to your guns, like and choosing your schools based off of academic reasons too. I think that's like that's really huge going forward for your futures. Yeah, no, for sure. So obviously, playing in such a high like competitive sport, there's a lot of things going on mentally. Um, and said, you know, you mentioned a little bit to us earlier about performance anxiety. So do you want to just talk a little bit more about that? Maybe how it started and how you how you deal with it? Yeah. Um, so I started kind of experiencing um, like anxiety attacks, panic attacks at like a fairly young age. Um, I think actually I still have like a vivid memory of my first like anxiety attack. And it was at like a volleyball tournament in my hometown. I was probably only like, say like 14 or 15. And at that time and like at the age I was at, it just wasn't something that was necessarily talked about or like I didn't have a lot of information on it. And so I think when it first happened, I was like confused. And I honestly remember thinking like there was something wrong with me. Like I remember telling my parents, I was like, I don't know how to explain how I'm feeling, but like something isn't right. And um, they, my mom actually took me to like a naturopath and um, started to kind of like look deeper into it. And after that, we found out like it was nothing physical that was wrong with me. I was like experiencing anxiety. Um, So yeah, I'd say for volleyball, I experienced it a lot, um, like on the court, definitely performance anxiety. Um, I think I just, I just worry a lot about like things, not even just volleyball, just like in general. Um, and I just always think the worst. I never think like, okay, this could happen, but this could also happen, which could be really good. My mind is like automatically like, oh no, but what if this happens? Um, so I think I, after seeing like a therapist too, um, I really started focusing, um, less on the things that could go wrong and more on the things that could go right and thinking, you know, the chance of this happening is so slim, but the, the chance of something good happening is so large. Um, yeah, so I definitely had a lot of help, um, with like, you know, therapist and, um, my family was very supportive. Um, and I just understanding that it was something that was normal and I didn't have to feel, you know, ashamed or confused by it. And so that was really important. I think working through like the volleyball part of it, um, it was definitely difficult. There were times where I really did want to step away. Um, I wanted to just leave and step away, stay at home. You know, I would have, there was times where I was avoiding, you know, going out, going to practice because I thought it would be easier if I just avoided it. But I knew that if I didn't face those things, um, I wasn't going to grow. And I knew I couldn't go forward, you know, just in life in general, avoiding things. Um, so there were some times where I had to push through to, you know, go to things, go to practice, playing games that were really uncomfortable. Um, but I knew that me feeling uncomfortable in the end was going to push me. And it was going to allow me to feel more comfortable the next time I experienced that situation because I knew I had been through it before. So that was... Um, really important. And I think just as I matured too, and I became like more confident in the person that I am, um, and then obviously like the player I am for volleyball as well, um, that confidence like definitely helped. 
Uh, I didn't have a very thick skin and I think it's definitely thickened a little bit as I've matured um, and gotten older. So I think that's really important. And obviously Kylie played a huge part in it. Um, Kylie was always just there for me and she was probably the one who understood it the most. Um, maybe not understood it in the sense that she knew how I was feeling, but when I was feeling a certain way, she knew what it was. Like she knew that I was anxious or I was like going through it. So she was always um, really great. And her being on the court with me also provided me like a lot of comfort. Um, so yeah, I think like to anybody, if there is anyone out there that's listening and is going through the same thing, um, there's going to be a lot of like uncomfortable times, but I promise you pushing through them, um, is, is going to help you grow and it will get easier. And I think it is very normalized now. And I think it's okay to like take a U day, um, ask for help. Um, cause I promise you'll get through it. There were times where I didn't think I would, and I promise you, you will. I love that. And yeah, just really appreciate you sharing your story. I think my story is really similar to yours, just experiencing anxiety at a young age and like genuinely not knowing what it was. Um, so yeah, I just like really appreciate you sharing that. And like you said, I think all it takes is like one person on the court um, to kind of like be your support through it. And yeah, I think at least for me that just helped me like an infinite amount. 100%. I think the worst thing is like feeling like you're alone. And like, because I was experiencing it at such a, such a young age, I think the scariest part was like, I didn't know what was going on. Um, I didn't know that. I don't even think I knew what anxiety was at that time. Um, so that's definitely a scary part. But I, I hope for like, you know, female athletes, young athletes, that it's more normalized now. Um, and I hope, you know, nobody feels the way I did and, you know, feels like there's something wrong with them. And you understand that, okay, yes, I'm experiencing this, but there's people to help um, and there's people to support you. And at the end of the day, you'll get through it. I think it's really important too that you mentioned like, and not pushing yourself beyond like obviously what you can bear, but just like going through those moments of uncomfortability and kind of recognizing that it's uncomfortable, but knowing like the next time that you face that same situation, it's going to be easier. Like I think that's so huge, especially in volleyball. Like, even now, every game that we have, like, I'm more nervous now this year than I think I ever have been playing, just, like, because everything's so new and, like, there's so many factors. But I do think, like, every time you get through it, you are just, like, proving to yourself that you can do it. And, like, the confidence really just, like, it does build and the momentum builds from that, too. Totally. Like, in the moment, it's so easy to just, like, step away or remove yourself from the situation like that is your natural instinct and you just think oh it's, it'd just be so much easier if I didn't go to practice or you know if I if I just quit volleyball um but I yeah I just I promise people that it's just not going to get you very far and I know it's going to be very uncomfortable I promise you there was a lot of very uncomfortable situations that I had to go through but the next time like that situation um like you approach that situation you're gonna like remind yourself okay no I got through this like I did this so I know I can and you know last time it was actually a very positive experience so I can only hope that this experience is going to be positive as well yeah. such good advice honestly I love that okay so Kai obviously we know you've gone through two ACL tears um we were just wondering how has that impacted your mental health and how have you been able to keep such a positive attitude yeah, no, thank you for asking that. Um, I think I, had, I think I have to talk about them like as two different um, like times. They just happened at like very different times in my life. And I think I handled them very differently. 
Um, the first time it happened, I mentioned earlier, it happened um, in my 17U year, like the end of my 17U year. Um, so obviously at that time, that was like a really crucial point for like looking um, for like post-secondary options. Um, so it couldn't honestly have come at like a worse time. I, it felt like super heavy when it happened, um, especially too, like I mentioned earlier that I, two schools that I was looking at after I got hurt, like I just kind of like stopped hearing from them. And that was like really hard because it was something that was very out of my control and something that I like obviously did not want to happen. Um, but yeah, so the first time I think like, I honestly was down really bad at first. Like it was really hard. I just like couldn't understand why other people were like doing something that I should have been able to too. And like, I was young at the time and I knew I had like so much volleyball ahead of me. Um, and I feel like it just put a damper on like so much. So at first I would say for the first like couple months, it like was sitting like super heavy on me. Um, but after a couple months, like I had surgery and like things were like really looking up and I knew that I was going to come to TMU and like get better and um, like practice and do everything I could uh, my first year out of like the injury. Um, so, yeah, I think like it did get easier as time went on. Um, however, I also retore it my ACL in my second year here at TMU, um, like super early in the season, it was in November. Um, so I'd only dressed for like two varsity games before I got hurt again. Um, and honestly, the second time around was probably like harder than the first. Um, again, like I just like was like struggling to understand like why it kept happening. And like, I really did consider stepping away from the sport because my mental health at this time was like really not good. Um, I knew that I would have to have another surgery and I knew that it was going to be like eight to 12 months before I was able to play again and practice. Um, so yeah, I like stepped away, had my surgery in February of the next year, which is really great. I had it really quickly. I got super lucky that way. Um, but yeah, I had a full ACL reconstruction. So I was like at home doing school online. I obviously just like couldn't be in Toronto at the time by myself um, after like such an invasive surgery. Um, so yeah, I had surgery. I came back. And I think my outlook on the situation like really changed when I came, I came back and like was back in the gym with like my teammates and stuff. And that just like helped my mental health so much. I knew that when I got hurt, I didn't want to like step away from volleyball. I didn't want it to be something that I like looked at as being like bad just because I wasn't able to play. Um, I knew that it was something that like I wanted to stay around the team because it really did bring me so much joy. And like, I knew that I could learn so much during my time of like not being able to be on the court, but like being able to watch and like take in everything. Cause like, I've never had the chance to do that really. Like I finally had like an opportunity to just kind of like step away and like learn about myself and like learn about like what the team really needed at the time. Um, and yeah, it was just like so good. Like I, my coaches like always felt like made me feel like I was like so important to the team still. And I think that's really important because like when you do get hurt, like with an injury like this, um, it's hard to feel like you're still important to the team and like you still have a role to play. Um, but like the coach at TMU just like always made me feel like my presence was so important and like I could contribute so much, even if it wasn't like on the court. Um, so yeah, I definitely like got through it. I like was seeing a therapist at the time. I just was like struggling with, I think like I felt like I lost a little like sense of my identity a little bit when I got hurt the second time. Like, I obviously being a varsity athlete is like so much of like your identity when you are one. Um, it's obviously like I had school and volleyball and then like when I lost being able to play, I felt like I was just a student here and I was just kind of struggling with like who I was and like kind of like my identity here. Um, so yeah, I started seeing a therapist and it honestly really helped. Like I just had like lots of like opportunity to just 
talk with someone about what I was going through. And um, like, they provided me with like so much reassurance that like things would work out and that I like could contribute so much, even if it wasn't like being able to actually contribute on the court. Um, so yeah, I just like, honestly, just like want to like give a big shout out to like the coaches at TNU, my teammates, like therapists, and just like my friends in general for like supporting me so much through like such a hard time. And also my family too, like my parents, Sydney, obviously, um, my older brother and like, yeah, just, I had so much support during the time. And I think like that makes such a big difference. Um, just feeling like you have people in your corner who are rooting for you and who like want you to get better and like want to support you through like a really slow and long journey. So yeah, shout out to all all the lovers out there. <laughs> no, but I'm so proud of you, buddy. And I only started playing with you when you were kind of like just getting back into it. So I didn't even know you at the time when this was happening, but even just seeing your progression throughout last season, like you're killing it. And I never, if I didn't see the race, I never would have thought that you've ever torn your ACL. So yeah, I'm just Thanks, proud of buddy. you. Self enough credit also for the amount of physio hours and like times that she would show up in the gym with a smile on her face, like knowing that she was going through all of this. So shout out to Kylie Ferguson, honestly. You did it like so well with a smile on your face and you were so supportive and you worked so hard in the classroom while everything was going on. And you're honestly just so inspirational and I hope that everyone gets to meet you because you're the best. Oh, guys, thank you. That's so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's like, it's hard not to be happy, like when you're surrounded by like such great people. Like I think that honestly, like the team and the coaches had so much to do with me being able to like have such a positive attitude during a really tough time, like during a time that I think a lot of people would look at it as something that was like, you know, like putting a damper on like your sports life and like you as a person. Uh, But yeah, I think it's like really hard when you're around the people that I was around, especially like Kate, obviously at the time was on the team. Julie, you weren't there yet, but I know I'd probably only be happier if you were there, but um, yeah, it's like hard not to like, it's hard not to like be so happy and have such a positive attitude when like you have the support you do. Totally. Well, you guys are awesome. We just appreciate the honesty too. And just all your answers. I'm like, I could literally cry. You guys are so awesome. Kind of like any young athlete, current athlete listening, like it's just so important. And just like to be so open about struggles too, because everyone's got them, but it's so hard um to talk about and I feel like varsity is just such an overwhelming experience too with everything going on so thanks so much for your honest answers no of course course. thank you so much for like having a platform where like we can talk about things like this like I honestly feel like there's not enough spaces where it's like so free and so chill to just talk about mental health and talk about like injuries like I've never actually like sat down and like talked to someone about like my injury and like what it really did and I think like this space is so great like I've listened obviously to like your guys other episodes and I think it's like really special to have just such like a comforting place with like two really comforting people and just be able to just be able to chat with the lover gang thank you buddy I really appreciate that we didn't chat about this before but we always like to talk about career goals um and it's okay if there's you know no plans that's kind of where Cross and I are um but yeah Sid did you want to start with your career goals? Yeah, I mean, obviously things, you know, could change. But I think right now, um, this will be my last year at Humber. I am in my fourth year of school. So I took spa management for two years. And then I'm now taking uh, business marketing for two years. So I think for my studies, um, I'm pretty much done. I feel um, like I've done my time and I'm happy with the programs I took. Um, 
Yeah. So next year I'm hoping to get a marketing position. Um, my goal would be to work for Sephora. So I'm hoping that with, you know, my knowledge in aesthetics in the spa industry, and then now my studies um, and knowledge in marketing, I'm hoping that I can kind of combine those and do marketing for a large company in the beauty industry. Um, so that's the goal. I might start out with, you know, something a little like lower, like just to get some marketing experience. Um, but in the end, I do hope that I'm doing some marketing for Sephora and I'm hoping to stay in the city. I'm looking at like maybe Vaughn or, um, like right downtown for September in hopes that I can do marketing in Toronto. I just think there's more opportunity here for the industry of marketing. And I honestly am really enjoying the city and I know eventually I'm going to want to go back to my hometown. Um, so I think I'm just going to stay and enjoy the city as much as I can. And uh, my boyfriend's at York. So I'm hoping that we've been together for six years. So I'm hoping that we can finally get a place together. Um, we've been doing long distance, like almost all of our relationship. So we're hoping to get a place next year and um, spend some consistent time together. I love it. I know you would you would kill that role, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is also so random, but yesterday I found out that Glossier is like one of the biggest partnerships with the WNBA, and I just oh, thought like, whoa, like just like wanting to be involved with like a big makeup company, and I'm just like that's so cool, and I just love the combination of like sports and aesthetics, like that's so sick. I love Thank that. You. Okay, so I might I might have to do that. I might have to look into Glossier too. <laughs> marketing like i'm just like it just makes sense that's amazing that's amazing yeah that. that is really cool no i went through a phase <laughs> this is when i had my first co-op i had my first big girl jaw and i was getting paid and i think i bought everything off the glossy website <laughs> <laughs> yeah julie you really do have so much like your makeup bag i know you have a glossy makeup bag <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend no their products are really good what about you for your career goals or Life yeah. Future, future. yeah, future plans. Um, yeah, at the at this time, like I am graduating from my program um, in June, um, so that's really exciting. I'm like on a path of four years um, for my undergrad, so I'm really looking forward to finishing up that. Um, however, I am considering coming back um, for one more year just so I can like play and potentially do like a certificate. Um, I'm thinking um, something along the lines of like emergency response. Cause I want to go into policing afterwards. That's originally why I went into criminology. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking either come back to school next year or potentially take a year off, um, just like work, um, that could either happen in Toronto or back in my hometown. I haven't like fully decided on that yet. Um, but yeah, I think like because of my injuries too, I haven't like played my full like four years or five years at TMU. So I do have some eligibility left. So that's obviously something I want to consider. Um, it's just like coming back. I'm just like 21 and I have all the time to do the big girl job. So yeah, I'm definitely considering coming back and doing another year here. Um, but yeah, in the end, I'm thinking uh, go into policing eventually. I'm not totally sure where um, and like if I want to do uh, work in the city or like work in like a smaller um, town, but yeah, I'm looking forward to like exploring those options and just seeing kind of like where I end up. No, you have you both have very bright futures ahead of you. Thank you. As, as do you both. Yes. You don't have to have any plans if you don't want to. We just love. We just love it. No, we just lover gang. Do the lover girl things. 
and figure it out. <laughs> exactly. We just see what happens. 100%. Yeah. Just go with the flow. We'll end up on the same pro team in Switzerland. Who knows? Yeah, we've got Sid setting high on the right, Grass and I on the left, and yeah. Line up is, we're done. We're ready to go. Also an option. Okay, last question. Favorite holiday movie and why? Okay, I know for a fact that Sydney and I are going to have the exact same one. Okay, and it's it's for a good reason because we grew up watching this all the time together. We love Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah, <laughs> they're the best Christmas movies ever. And I feel like some people think they're really cheesy, but we love them. Like, no. so much. All of the cheesy stuff that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, we actually did grow up. Like, we would watch that religiously around the holiday season every year. 100% agree. Kevin McAllister is an icon. So, yeah, love it. Anything after two, though, was like, they try. I think they no. tried. Did a weird. They changed up the actors, too, and it just wasn't the same. So, strictly one and two. Love it. Okay, thoughts on The Grinch? Oh, okay. Also, also love The Grinch, though. Very good. Yeah. Also, Kylie, when did that that cartoon one come out that we love? Like they put out a really cute cartoon Grinch. I think it was like a couple yes. years ago. Like it's it really cute. Really, yeah, so cute. I think it's, it's um, really cute. it's like whoever um created like the Minion movies. Like it's that scene. So because yeah. I know in the very start they have like little minions on the screen, but it is like seriously such a cute movie. So it's really but cute. also also the OG. Grinch. Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. Jim Carrey Grinch is definitely a top choice. Just classic. Yeah. It's a classic. No. I kind of like Elf sometimes too. Elf, that's another good movie. one. Yeah. Uh, with the Cranks. I always forget about that also one. That's a really funny movie. Okay. Amazing. Well, thank you both so much for coming on and sharing your stories. We really, really appreciate it. And yeah, I just love you guys so much. Thank, Thank you, you so us. much for having us. Yeah, we love you guys so much. And we wish you guys all the best. Live it yes. up. Come back soon. Come home soon. No, buddy. Oh. We will be reunited soon. <laughs> so soon. Yeah, yeah. 2024. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So excited. Amazing. Well, thank you again to Sid and Carly for coming on the show and sharing their stories. Um, I also wanted to mention if you are enjoying the show you can give us a rating on spotify or apple Podcasts. you can follow us on spotify or apple Podcasts. you can shop our merch at www.lovergang.com and you can always follow us on instagram at lovergirlspod so yeah just really appreciate everyone's support and i hope everyone's having a great december